Mr. Ali Vakundaranu is a rugby league tragic. He was born and raised in Fiji, but only started following the 13-man game when he moved to the UK in his 20s. The United Nations worker became a match official after becoming involved in the local rugby league scene in the Netherlands. Now he's based in Vienna and has set his sights on reviving the sport in Austria. My first posting in the UN when I applied in the UN was uh, Netherlands in The Hague. So when I came over to The Hague, um, the sports, they were playing it and uh, they were playing it during summer. And I said, wow, this is the sport I want to do. So I started playing this game, little nine asides. Uh, and I enjoyed it more than the other, that I didn't have it on, on the early age. I think that was probably the right age to play, you know to start with rugby league. So that's how I got into rugby league until I spoke to a Kiwi who who was there, you know, they, they had the national side for the Netherlands team. And I was not qualified to play for the national side. So I, I said, I want to be involved in, in this game. I really love this game. And that's how I ended up being a match official, a referee, you know, and I never looked back till then. And until now, I'm still a, a match official. Refereeing and rugby league has subsequently taken you to a number of countries in, you know, Belgium, Germany, Sweden, Czech Republic, not places that people probably associate as uh, rugby league, uh, you know, hotbeds uh, necessarily. But obviously there is a, a community for the sport and a, a passion for the sport in, in those areas. Oh, yes, yes. I always tell people, you got to try the game, you know, go in there and play the game if you haven't played it. And a lot of these people who haven't ever played rugby, you know, in Netherlands, we had a lot of these people. They come from basketball, other sports, and they tried uh, rugby league and, and they fell in love with it. And they said, wow, this game is really for me, you know. I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, trying it out and, and see it for yourself, you know. And I, that's how I love the game because I, I like crashing into people. <laughs> the game is just amazing. It, uh, rugby league is just one of the sports like I'm, I'm really crazy about. So it's that physicality that you enjoy. Oh, yes, yes. And I think it, it suits the Pacific people, you know. we when, when I first played it, we had this teacher who just came back from Australia. Uh, you know, this was just in the... In a, in a PE session in school. And the way we did it was like, hey, you know what? Um, there's no sidestep. Don't do sidestep. Just run straight. Hold the ball, run straight. So it doesn't matter how small you are. And we used to do it. And, and it really helped us in, in, the, in the union season. When the union season started, we, we even took the championship in the final because of the confidence we have to run straight with the ball and hit up. And so now you find yourself in Austria. Are there many people there involved in rugby league and you're trying to get it sort of kick-started again? What's the reception been like? Uh, we've been getting a lot of interest from the internet. You know, people writing in, hey, I want to play. And, uh, you know, the thing is, i got to try to make some kind of structure, some order, like we did in Netherlands to, to get the teams registered uh, so that it becomes a recognised sports in the country. So is there is there a national body in Austria at the moment? Uh, and the people that are saying they're interested, are they locals? Are they expats from other countries like yourself from Fiji? Or At the moment, uh, we have a lot of expats at the moment that are involved. I formed the uh, interim government because it's not uh, selected yet, but people who can help. They are mainly from, uh, from England, from the north side. And um, we have... Um, one New Zealand guy is helping us as well, and uh, two Australians. We are trying to form a, a draft plan for when, when the COVID is finished, 
we can do this this uh, outreach and, and for, so, for rugby league. Yeah, and, and so what's the dream? You hope that maybe two, four teams or something set up in Vienna, and you can you can have a competition on the regular. Yes, uh, this is proven already um, in Holland. Holland was was a similar situation. You know, they were up in one time. They played against Scotland. It was on Sky News. Uh, Scotland came over to Holland. They played, and uh, it was really good. And then it died off, which that's what I don't want. What I want is something that will stay foundation, that the game will continue for for a long, long time, even when I leave Austria. And, and so just like you fell in love with rugby league when you came to the UK initially and then you went to Holland, uh, you think uh, if you introduce it to people in Austria, they'll fall in love with the sport too? Yes. It's just a matter of getting the games going on. One or two or three clubs formed up and start playing and uh, we are quite blessed because of, uh, you know, there's countries nearby and it's not hard to get to, you know. Bratislava, for example, is only an hour away. And Hungary is also the same, you know. So we probably get a tri-nation or some kind of tournament in the, in the near future. Long-term goal, that's what I'm trying to do for long-term so that rugby league stays here for a long, long time. Is this an expensive exercise or is it just a passion uh... Does it cost much or to get all these people together and to, to get a competition started? Do you, do you need support? or? It's good that I have this experience from, from Holland already. So it can cost uh, money to get things going. Uh, but we got to start somewhere and we got to try to get a solid foundation, especially with this interim board that we already formed. Uh, we really need to get together and get this uh, ball rolling. Yes, money is involved with a lot of things, but that shouldn't be the issue. You know, um, we should get the games going. There are there are numbers of companies uh, are willing to sponsor. They've they've showed their interest, but at the moment, I just want to get the people playing, get this domestic competition going, so we have a, a good foundation. So it's just not for one time. For it will go on for for some time in the future. Are you automatically the number one referee in Austria then? <laughs> yes, at the moment, at the moment. The pro, the thing is, I've been doing a lot of traveling over the years. Even last year, I had two games. Um, I call it Mission Impossible because it was not easy to go uh, during the restriction time. So I did the finals in Poland. That was an amazing game. And I even went to Holland for the, for the only, probably the only international last year with Germany and Netherlands in the Griffin Cup. That's Fiji Rugby League referee Misa Vakundaranu. And I've got to say, we've talked to a lot of rugby league fans across the world, Vinny, but I don't know if I've ever met someone so passionate about the game than him. No, he absolutely lives and breathes it. And, you know, as an official, uh, he gets to travel throughout Europe uh, and, and still is hopeful, even in these COVID times, of making a couple of trips to nearby countries like Serbia, etc., to to blow the whistle on a couple of, uh, you know, local matches. He, he just absolutely lives and breathes it and watches NRL games on sort of a Saturday morning as well. And, yeah, it's, can't get enough. 